So, I typed a text to a girl I used to see Saying that I chose this cutie pie with whom I wanna be And I apologize if this message gets you down Then I CC'd every girl that I'd CC round town And hate to see y'all frown, but I'd rather see her smiling Wetness all around me, true But I'm no island, peninsula maybe Makes no sense, I know crazy Give up all this pussycat that's in my lap No looking back, spaceships Don't come equipped with rear view mirrors They dip as quick as they can The atmosphere is now ripped I'm so like a pip I'm glad it's night So the light from the sun Would not burn me on my bum When I shoot the moon High jump the broom Like a preemie out the womb My partner yelling too soon Don't do it Reconsider Read some litter Sure on the subject You sure? Fuck it You know we got your back like chiropractic If that bitch do you dirty, we'll wipe her ass out as in detergent Now hurry, hurry, go on to the altar I know you ain't a pimp, but pimp, remember what I taught you Keep your heart, three stacks, keep your heart Hey, keep your heart, three stacks, keep your heart Man, these girls are smart, three stacks, these girls are smart Play your part, play your part My bitch a choose it, lover, never fuck without a rubber Never in the sheets like it on top of the cover Off the lot. I smashed up the gray one, bought me a red Every time we hit the parking lot, we turn head Some hoes wanna choose, but them bitches too scary Your bitch chose me, you ain't a pimp, you a fairy David Banner part when he like tries to sing that in the bit, like when he when him and uh was that Pimp C in the car? Yep, yep. Or is that Pimp C or Bun B in the car? No, it's Bun B in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Beats, Brews, and Points of View podcast. I'm your host, Neil Richter, along with my partner in podcasting to my right, Eman Bates. That would be the PIP, which is me. And I'm glad to be here on, we are what, the 38th episode 38th right now? 38th episode, yeah. no guests, just me and him for the change for we, the first time we, in a while. Yeah, this is weird, because honestly, I swear to God, we are booked up till like August at this point. Good problems. Yeah, great. Yeah, first world problems at its best. Mm-hmm. Don't wrong, but yeah. Um. Anyways, that was International Players Anthem. You should know that one by now, by UGK and Outcast, of course. The reason I played that on the top of the podcast today is because we're celebrating a lot of players' birthdays. So I wanted to say happy birthday to my brother, 
My best friend, Rob Owens, whose birthday was yesterday. Yeah, player. Happy birthday, Rob. My birthday was on Saturday, which was fucking great. Player, that player, was a player. lot of fun. And then yesterday was also the Notorious B.I.G.'s birthday. And then last week was Stevie Wonder's birthday. It was all that's, a dream. That's, that's some big players right there. Very superstitious. <laughs> Myself the most, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all those players, Neil is the player of the player. I mean, I've, right. done, I've, my, I've accomplished in my life way more than Stevie Wonder ever. Has, okay? Yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah right. We're going to talk about that on this episode because I picked him for a couple things today because uh, he's my favorite musician of all time, if you haven't listened to this podcast before. Um, but anyways, welcome. It's another episode that I'm excited to uh, just bullshit with you about. We don't got to answer no questions. We can get us some Thrones talk at the end. Spoil. We're gonna spoil some shit for you guys. Oh yeah, you know what? I mean, flat out. You haven't watched it yet, y'all. I'm gonna be completely honest with everybody listening right now, live or you know otherwise. I kind of want to break down the season a little bit with you. Oh, dude. Oh, that's happening too. We are about to spoil. We are about to spoil Game of Thrones. I'm gonna be honest with you, so just cut the episode off now if you're not caught no, up. No, no, we're, we're not gonna it. actually not now because we're not gonna talk about it till like no, we're gonna save it towards the no, end. No, yeah, we're giving a heads up. We're not gonna do it as of right now, not in this moment, but probably like what, like 30 minutes into the episode. I'll give you a like warning it, by right? playing um, the Game of Thrones theme song, and when you hear that theme song, that's if you haven't seen Sunday's episode or this season. Cut that shit off That's or fair. come back. Actually, don't cut it off. Put it on pause and watch that shit and then come back and listen to us again. Here we go. That's <laughs> fair. I, I like it. I like it. But anyways, man, how's your week been, dude? Uh, busy, man. Just got, working a I lot. Bet, man. Memorial weekend. You got that Ooh. beer delivering. We got uh, Movement Festival coming up this week, too. Yes, so, sir. Yeah, Everyone's yeah, going to be down shout, in Detroit. Shout everybody. I think Gucci and Danny Brown's going to be there for Is that Gucci? Too? Oh, my God. I, I forgot Gucci's on the bill for that. <laughs> I kind of want to go. Dude, I want to go to some. I don't think I'm going to go to any of the actual festival days. You're going after the Because I've got Electric Force coming up. And Mopop coming up, but I want to go to some after parties. I want to go meet up with a friend of mine down there, um, and yeah, see what that's all about. There's usually some fucking sweet ones. Oh, dude, fucking Nick Speed and Sheafy McFly. I was just gonna get fucking, into that. Yeah, yeah. Saturday, they, that's I think they're Saturday night. No, I think it's Monday night. It Monday it's the night? final night of oh, the thing. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Dude, that's. Uh, I'll be down there anyway because I gotta work. But yeah, I probably might roll it up. Yeah, nice. Well, I, I know I'm going probably Saturday night to Dimp anyway, or not Dimp Movement yeah, Festival. No, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh changed its name. It used to be called Tech Fest back in the day when it was free, then Demp, then Movement. It was crazy. There was even crazy lineups when it was free, bro. There was one year where I remember uh, Method Man and Red Man were there. I heard about that. That shit was crazy. Yeah. That was like I think high school days, so that was a long time ago. So I was in elementary school, but I heard I heard the stories. Yeah. Well, anyway, since we got no one to interview, we might as well just pour up these beers now and get to the shits. We're just going to drink and shoot the shit for yes, this episode. Sir. It's going to be great. Um, <laughs> and on this episode, I mean, I get intrigued by these names, bro. This is why I pick out these beers, because that's all I know about it, really. Um, well, I know that we like shorts. We got our friends at Shorts, uh, is this uh, where, is where this beer is from, and it is called Psychedelic Cat Grass. <laughs> you want to read the description there? Sure. So, so over at untap.com, uh, you can follow us under there at beats underscore and underscore brews. Uh, the description they have of the beer is, Neil? A psychedelic cat grass is a triple hopped American India pale ale brewed for hop cat. Especially. Interesting. I didn't know that. Um, aromas of pineapple, mango, and grapefruits accompany this brew's slightly hazy pale orange color and lasting white head. Something in common. Um, <laughs> a dry finish is preceded by a balanced flavors of tropical fruit and bitter hops. 
I really like that simply for the fact that before the podcast was a thing, when Beats and Brews was just coming up, Hopcat was actually one of my first vid- uh, interviews. Hopcat oh, nice. Ann Arbor, yeah. I love Hopcat, yeah. man. Me and Ashley were going there a bunch of times out in Ann Arbor. Um, we would always say that we want to try a bunch of different places, and then we would always just land on Hopcat. Oh, not crack, crack fries, Not bro. crack fries, sorry. Cosmic, Cosmic fries. fries. whatever. <laughs> um, but anyways, another thing that I thought was cool about this beer is when I was buying it um, down the street here in Plymouth, um, the owner of the shop across the street told me that the guys that sh- from Shorts that brew this bring it to the store the same day they bottle it or can it. You know what I mean? So it's always super fresh. He said I was lucky to be able to get a six pack of it because they don't order a lot at a time because it's supposed to be drank like right after it's bottled. So that's pretty cool. But um, yeah, so we will get to pouring these up. And while we're pouring them up, I wanted to play a new track that I actually just heard today. Um, let's see. It is by Currency, if I can find it here. Um, so, yeah, so Currency stays dropping. <laughs> we were just talking about prolific artists last week. Styles P dropped last week. Of course, of course Currency drops this week, even though he already just put out that right. shit with a whiz. But uh, now he's back with a joint album with Static Selecta making the beats, which is one of my favorite producers in hip-hop. He makes them – he's known for kind of being like – he kind of fits into that DJ premiere wheelhouse, you know, where a lot of like samples and cuts and DJ – like legitimate DJ scratching. Right, right. Um, I mean, premiere's got to be his biggest influence, I would assume. But um, anyways, this is a song called Nothing New off Currency and Static Selecta's new album called Gran Turismo, and it's featuring the one and only Wiz Khalifa. Here you go. Like when they said, like the beach when we put that drop on. Such genius till we fled the scene in seven Lamborghinis. Never lenient on them losers. I take it to them. We won't hurt them if they stop moving. Should've go smoothly, just like the movies. But there's no reshooting. What's done is done. Tip your head to the ones who won. Jet life, we got a whole town to run. All them niggas just my sons. Shit they doing, I've already done. Yeah, there's nothing new under the sun. Nobody said it easy. Supermodel tops, all I need We get the funds and proceed to many cars to park on one 
front street Cop some Jordans for my son's feet The game in my veins, it runs deep My bar's hard as concrete, make it hard to compete Never fold, y'all crease And now we do a couple shows a week Out the country so the money increase On the run the company, I'm sitting with a hundred mil in front of me Monopolizing, I done bought every watch that money could buy Miami getting my steak butterflied Another day, another flight, another million made before the night We spend it all cause we can really afford it Private planes really get boarded Foreign car, get it imported Know it's real if a nigga record it Count it up till it get boring And do the same shit in the morning That's on gang Yeah, yup <laughs> Gang life Taylor Jets Counting checks on the same flight Nobody said it's easy Again, that was a little bit of Nothing New by uh, Currency and Static Selecta featuring Wiz Khalifa and Haley Supreme. Um, hey. That sounds nice, doesn't it? It does, man. Dude, Currency sounds Currency good one with of the Static most Selecta consistent, on the beats. Jesus. Woo. Like, one of the most consistent, just putting out just dopeness all the time. And I'm late to the Currency party. I'm very late to the Currency party. Like, I never... I, 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 like, I will admit flat out, like, rappers has been out forever, or me, not just rappers, obviously, mm-hmm. musicians has been out forever that I, you know, I've never really listened to. Currency is one of them. Mm-hmm. I, I never really pay attention to Currency like yeah. that until, like, a year or two ago. He became, I would, I mean, I considered myself, I've been listening to him for about 10 years, and I considered myself late. Like, he was, uh, I got put on to him by, like, when Wiz put out the joint project with him. But Currency's been like in the underground making music like that for fucking ever. Actually, pull him up. I want to know how many projects. Like, pull oh. up his Wikipedia. I bet oh, he's Lord. got he's got to have like <laughs> twenty projects oh, by now. Lord, do you? Get, I actually would really love. What's the bandwidth on this bad boy? Hold on. <laughs> you know what makes sense to me? All right, Currency's a huge weed head. Styles P's a huge weed head. They both drop music constantly. Let's get a, <laughs> a Currency Styles P joint album. That shit would be gravy. Let's see what this is all about. Um, yeah, he. I mean, he's like got to be the most prolific. I, I, don't, I don't understand. Like, man, this this is studio like this. albums is like ten. Collaborative albums is like five. I don't even think that Three, counts. Four, all the mixtapes. There's seven collaborative albums and like yeah, like ten albums. Jesus Christ. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine albums from 2009 to. 2019, he has 15 albums. Yeah, Jesus Christ, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that's super crazy. That's not including. Is that including the new one he just came out with? No, because yeah, that one's not even on there. Yeah, yet. so yeah, <sighs> that's crazy. Good for currency, man. He must just stay fucking in the studio all day, every day. Um, that's another one like Logic, like that. Oh, Actually, did you see the fact about Logic that came up? Uh, Billboard said, "No, what happened?" Li- Logic is the first artist to uh, have a number one album in three consecutive years. Really? Yeah. So, 2019, 2018, and 2017. Uh, yep. He's that's. I mean, speaking of prolific artists, that's another one right there that stays dropping. Um, which is something I wanted to bring up to you. So I was I kind of finally got around to listening to some of the cuts from the Logic album. Um, what's the whole, did him and Charlemagne have like a bad interview or something like that? Cause I noticed there was the one track on there that he has words for Dude, Charlemagne. Charlemagne. <laughs> what's, I mean, other than like Charlemagne <laughs> stating the obvious. I like, actually really like Charlemagne, so I can't really say anything bad about the he guy. He gets the, I mean, he I gets really the job do. done. He, yeah, he, his, 
technique of interviewing is actually really brutal and honest, and I love it. Mm-hmm. It's just very genuine journalism, and I like that. I mean, I don't know if I would call him genuine, but he knows. You know, contra- it's genuine. He knows he, that controversy works. He oh, he brings the shit out. Like he brings the truth out. So mm-hmm. like, I mean, it's not necessarily like a partisan. It's one of those things like the old journalism quote: "No news is good news." Yep. Or not, no news is good news. Bad news is good news. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All kinds of news is good news. I mean, all kinds Ooh. of PR is uh, no good PR. news. No good news is no news. Bad news is good news. <laughs> that's little. That's that journal. That's the old journalism like motto. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, I didn't really. I mean, I didn't. Did something specific? Do you know if anything specific happened? Uh, or is your it, guess was as good as mine yeah. on that one. To be I don't honest know. With you. I, I didn't even, look th- that I didn't even think about that. To be honest, um, I just noticed that he was like. I mean, he had like a whole verse almost about Charlemagne, like talking about how he's the only media guy that he doesn't mess with, and he doesn't come up there to do interviews and shit like that. So, oh, that's weird. Um, it probably because he ripped him apart for you know just the logicness. Yeah, there's a lot of logicness. Yeah, a lot of logicness. <laughs> I love um, logic, but there's a lot of logicness. And, <laughs> and speaking of which, I don't know if it's necessarily. Um, I'm gonna get out all the dissing stuff and the you know, controversial shit in the beginning. Um, apparently, Janae Aiko Uh-oh. put out a new song. Huh, let me see if I can pull it up. Oh, Janae Aiko. What's um, it's it's kind of like a a diss track though. So uh, and it's I'll roll raggy. And how do you spell Janae Aiko? Fuck if I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know her last album was Trip, so I'm just look that up and then find it from there. Trip. Let me look that up too. In albums. Um, Janae. Oh wow. J H E N E. J H E N E. Um. Anyways, no. So she dropped a song apparently that's supposed to be aimed at Big Sean. Oh boy. But that's that's what people are gathering. There's no real. Oh boy, here we she's go saying again. that it's not supposed to be that. Here, let's just listen. Fuck it, let's listen. All right, let's listen to this song. It's called Triggered. Of course, it's called Triggered. <laughs> yeah, right. Hold on. Oh, yeah, it's all the way down. That's why. Sorry. Here's Triggered. It's supposed to be a freestyle too. It sounds like the Ariana Grande song that's popular right now. By the way. Thank you. Next. Yeah. the trigger you brought me to an obstructive view when you knew the picture was bigger who am i kidding knew from the beginning you ruin everything you do it every time you are my enemy you are no friend of mine motherfucker huh. you motherfucking right you motherfucking right i'm bitter you motherfucking right i'm triggered you motherfucking right i Wanna fuck you right now I just turned the lights out now And you know when the sun go down That's when it would all go down Been a minute, been a while Ain't nobody hit it since you with it You know you always know what to do with it But it on me and you without you in it Damn, I'm about to burn this bitch down Think I need to lie down Cause I'm not trying to wild out now But right now Love. Might fuck around and go crazy on cuffs Might fuck around have to pay me in blood This ain't the way that you want it Might catch a case in this bitch Don't let me catch you face to face in this bitch Trying my hardest not to disrespect you After what you did, man, what you expected You motherfucker, um You motherfucking right You motherfucking right, I'm bitter You motherfucking right, I'm triggered You motherfucking right, I 
Tryna let the time fly, yeah Tryna let the time go by Tryna let the time heal all Tryna let the time kill all that's about all I need. Uh, <laughs> um, that's tight. And Janae Aiko body shit. Like I, I think her voice is so sexy and like smooth. Her whole like the way she carries herself is kind of hot. Like uh, I just like that she's like a little kind of rough on the edges, but like kind of a hippie chick at the same time. Big ass back tats and shit. <laughs> but um, I don't know, man. It's she weird. She has a whole album about. Taking shrooms and that song is great. That uh, what is that yeah. song called? Is it called Trip? There's a song there's a song called right? Trip, and I think there's a song called, called Trip. LSD. The whole album is called. Anyways, Trip, it's weird yeah. hearing like a girl that's that small and I'm, no nothing against girls that are small LSD. petite, but it just sounds crazy like hearing a girl talk shit about beating someone up. You know, I mean that could. I don't know. It could be metaphorical. There's a song called Trip. By the way, I thought I was tripping. Okay. Was, okay. So. It could be metaphorical. It could be about a figurative figure. It could mm -hmm. be about Big Sean. It could be about her. Uh, but what's her baby daddy? Uh, Doctor Genius. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it could be about anybody, really. So I feel like it's not it about Big about, Sean. I don't think it's about any. I don't really. I don't know if it's directed at anybody. I don't think it's about Big Sean because it seems like Big Sean has been like, give like sending praise to her lately. Remember when we were watching that video yeah, where he's yeah. like talking about Nipsey on stage and he's yeah. like, I just want to shout out all these people that are important to me, Janae, like all these people. But um. I don't know. I'm 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 interested for a Janae project, but like, I don't know if I'm in for like the Janae beef records. <laughs> diss Isn't it a beef? Isn't a diss track though? I, it it could be just like getting I out mean, of motion. I mean, it's supposedly a freestyle and it just drops out of nowhere. So I don't know. Maybe it is. I don't know. No, no. Did you hear about speaking of which, the Mac Miller track that dropped out of nowhere? Wait, what? Yeah. That happened? Yeah. It was shit. What is this was, about to be called, a music episode, bro? That's it's fucking... called Benji the Dog. I haven't listened to it yet. Benji, the should we listen to that shit? I, I haven't even found it yet. I just heard it dropped out of nowhere. Let me look this up real Let's quick. Let's see. I heard, so yeah, apparently there's- You know who else dropped, speaking of white boys in rap? Uh-oh, who? Uh, Asher Raw dropped a new track. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, him and Chuck English have a new song out together called Can't Jump, about how your man sucks at basketball and can't, <laughs> can't jump. That's dope. <laughs> and yes, yeah, it was called Benji the Dog. I don't want to confirm that. Benji the Dog. I don't see it on- uh, It probably uh, won't be on streaming services. It might be on like a YouTube type deal or like a SoundCloud. We'll have to wait till that one comes out. To fucking check SoundCloud real quick. Yeah, check it out. See if it's there. Um, Yeah, but anyway, so that was the, the second controversial thing I wanted to talk about. And uh, then thirdly, the third? <laughs> oh, uh -huh. this shit just make you laugh, bro. So I think it's about time for the fucking who to hang it up, bro. <laughs> Did you hear about up. the shit that happened? What shit? There's a bunch of shit. So, that happened, but... um, Robert Daughtry or what's his name? Fucking Robert Daughtry? Yeah, the who lead singer. Oh yeah. yeah. Um. Uh oh. <laughs> so he was performing recently. I think it was in New York City. <laughs> I like the who. And so, there was. Uh -oh. I do too. <laughs> I but, bro, this is just, this shit is just stupid to me. So they're performing. I think it was in New York City. Don't quote me on that. But uh, they were performing, and some kids in the front row were smoking weed, and he stopped the show and bitched them out about smoking weed in the front row of the concert. He's like, I'm highly allergic Wait, to state, it. What state? You're fucking my throat up. You're fucking my voice up. What state was this in? It was in, like, New York or something. The future is now, old man. It's legal there. Well, I just don't understand, bro. You are a fucking musician for one. So if you aren't used to the smell of fucking pot at concerts by age, what are you, 95 years old? I mean, there's such a thing as like straight edge, like musicians. There's straight edge musicians. There's straight edge, you know, rattles. There's straight yeah, edge hip hop. There's fucking, straight, yeah. 
Keep your fucking beliefs to yourself on this fucking shit. People came to your concert and paid all kinds of money so you can fucking live the lifestyle that Just, you live. You ever heard of separation <laughs> of drugs and state, bro? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, I think it's about time for the who to hang it up because he sounds like a bitter old man that's like yelling at kids to get off his lawn and Not shit. The, maybe, maybe just him, or maybe, you know, he can just compromise. Well, no. If you're allergic, you're allergic at the same time. Doesn't matter, bro. If deal you're allergic, it. you're allergic. Fucking deal with it. Fuck it's that. Weed. No, if you're allergic, <laughs> you're allergic. I don't want my fucking lungs to bro. If I'm performing on stage, I'm allergic to weed. You would you better not show for some kids smoking Fuck weed. Fuck yeah, bro. You would no. Are you kidding hold me? On, hold on. If I'm allergic and they're in the front row and it's <laughs> you, fucking with my vocal cords, you're, absolutely. You're tell me, fuck with the whole being show. a rapper, that you're going to stop a concert if you smelled some fucking weed to bitch out the kids in the front I row that paid stop. money Here's to go see your show Here's why i wouldn't stop the concert because i would make that shit known in the first place don't smoke weed in my show and i won't come to my vocal cords, shit ass show <laughs> <laughs> How about that? well damn <laughs> can't smoke weed at a fucking no if you're in the fucking concert, front row fuck smoking weed. no if you're shit. fucking weed in the front row if you're in like way fucking back or some shit bro, front row the who concert is like oh wait 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 you know what you know yards you know of security yeah, yeah. before you get let to me, that let shit. me rephrase that <laughs> if you have like a pin like i know you walk around with the pin all the fucking time <laughs> yeah. if you have the pin that's a totally different story yeah. but if you're like a fucking backwoods or some shit in the front row come on man no. be respectful I, that's a different story i disagree no I no say, no no i no. say that motherfucker fucking dot or fucking robert or whatever <laughs> the fuck his name is <laughs> he needs to be goddamn <laughs> respectful of the fact that you are who you are because of their fucking fans. And they're the it's ones the that are weed. affording you to do nine. whatever you want. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, I, I, I back you, Robert for, Daughtry. I back you, Walter. Time for the who I'll, to hang it the fuck up. They sound like I'll shit anyways. They're yeah. all a bunch of bitter dickheads. They've been bitter dickheads like their whole <laughs> career. I love, like, the Tommy is a great album by the who, and there's some work of theirs that I like. But in general, I think Pete Townsend's kind of a piece of shit. Um, oh, he, here we go. He is. Oh boy, here goes Fucking another motherfucker. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a computer. we have a we have a Neil rant coming on. No, I, no I feel Neil it. Rant. I feel I it. I, I feel it. We nah, haven't had nah, a Neil nah. rant in like two months. No, nah, <laughs> no, that'll come at the end of the episode when I talk about these abortion laws. Um, oh, are we talking about Bama? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about, about it just for a second at the end of this episode <laughs> because fuck those guys too. But um, you know, I don't care about the Who enough, especially in 2019, to go on a rant about them. Um, it's just I just time for him to hang it up. That's about all. Um. <laughs> I mean, they sound like trash, bro. They sounded trash. I'm Ten just years saying, ago, bro, if you're allergic and show. it fucks with the actual quality of the show, that's a different story entirely. Mm, not me, man. You'd say like you're <laughs> fucking outdoor concert and you're fucking bitching about some like, smoke. If you're smoking, we're outside. If you're, no, like a pen is a, a pen is acceptable. Or, you know, like any device that's cool. But if you're smoking a fat ass fucking like blunt, like fucking backwoods, a fucking cigarello, fucking rolled up with some shit, that's a different story, bro. Bro, I'm smoking a fucking Rello. About a big ass Rello in front of the stage, bro. When you got fucking lung cancer and shit. You like fucking what are you, wait, what? A lung, you're fucking the story up to something that's not even it. No one in the Who has lung fucking cancer. Weed, co- weed lung about? cancer, whatever the fuck oh, he is man. allergic to weed or whatever. All right, moving this, <laughs> moving this show along. Let's get to something old, something Find new. Find a fucking backwood. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move it along. Let's reel this in. Let's get to something old, something new this week. Um, I will go first because I'm just ready with it already. What are we doing the other um, new first? So, in the spirit of my favorite musician, Stevie Wonder's birthday, I went with the album called Music of My Mind by Stevie Wonder. And that's a special album because um, 
Well, first of all, this is a crazy fact about it. It was his 14th studio album at 21 years old. Oh, shit. Think about that. 21 years old, he already had 14 fucking albums out. That's so nuts to me. He got signed to Motown Records when he was 11 years old, so all that stuff that he did as a kid was all leading to this point because this is when his contract was up. He turned 21 years old, so all the money that he had saved from Motown Records uh, got put into his bank account finally. And so he had all this money to do whatever he wanted to. And this album started what they called Stevie Wonder's classic period. Um, and his classic period uh, was like his, what people like in music historians think was like his like magnum opus period where he wrote five albums in five years. And this was the first one. Then they're saying it's his five best albums too. Um, and he became just a wizard at all things music around this time period. They they were saying that he was one of the best drummers in the fucking face of the earth at that time. Uh, he was producing everything. I mean, he was writing, literally playing every instrument on the album. I mean, himself at 21 years old. Um, so that's the reason why I, I picked that. Uh, I've been listening to that album. It's probably out of the five that came out of that classic period. It's probably the one with the least. Um, repeat tracks that you would go back and listen to, but it's got some gems on it, and um, I'm gonna play a couple, or I'm gonna play one at the end of the episode today right. called "Evil." But um, if you're gonna play one of yours, I'm not gonna play, play it right my, now. I'm gonna say I'm gonna play one of my older ones if we're gonna do that for sure. I, I, I we can definitely do that. Um, but yeah, so that's what I had something old this week in the spirit of his birthday. That's my favorite musician ever. My parents took me to see him uh, when I was young, so he holds a special place in my heart. Um, Shout out to Stevie Wonder. Happy birthday. I like you overhear this, but I hope you do. That'd be great. That means we're doing something right if if you hear that. What do you got for something old this week, my friend? So, let's take it back to last night, right? Mm -hmm. There's a whole backstory to how I get into my my something old artist right now. I was at the bar, right? Mm -hmm. Which, you know, that starts off like a good portion of nights for me. Anyway, so... Mm -hmm. I was uh, hanging out with my friend Shannon, who, if you listen to Be Careful, Be Safe, is DJ McHale Fresh, or okay. DJ McFresh, and I was I saw some dude at the bar, we were talking about jazz for like a good like hour mm-hmm. at the bar, right? And he was talking about uh, this one dude, he goes like, yeah, man, when they were inducting George Harrison into the, hall, like, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, they had all these people there, and then this one dude just rips a fucking dope ass guitar solo and everything like that and i'm like and i just yeah, i'm just listening to it and i see the video who it was it's was prince wasn't it it was prince yeah i know that shit fuck yes. yeah dude it, was, it uh, was prince it was during while my guitar gently weeps wasn't it because of this i went into a whole prince kick today at mm. work bro mm. and I, 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 I have three different albums from prince i was listening to i listened to a self-titled album and i listened to this one called news which was the one i spent the most time with mm-hmm. uh it was all it's all instrumental no lyrics or anything like that but he's playing every instrument on the fucking yeah. album and it's like yeah. 56 minutes long it's only four tracks 56 56 minutes long i'm just mm-hmm. jamming however i'm gonna go with the most popular one i'm gonna go purple rain Hell yeah, 1984 bro. how dude i went back and listened to this album like for instance, I think my favorite track on here is "Darling Nikki." For some reason, I, I love that song to song. death. Just like the actual story of it is just fucking dope to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Um, but I do one thing about this album that really annoys me, though. Not about Prince necessarily, mm-hmm. but about his label. Prince didn't see a dime off this album. He did royalty wise. What royalty wise didn't see a dime off this album. The label owned everything. That's crazy. Yeah. That sucks, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah, Prince. I think to to the music heads. 
people are well to the music heads we all knew that prince was an insanely talented musician outside of just singing and making songs or whatever because he was playing so many different instruments and I think he's one of the best guitar he's players one of the, ever lived, He banned uh, his music from, or he didn't want his music in Guitar Hero because he wanted people to actually play instruments. Or he That's wanted kids to actually great. play instruments, yeah. That's smart. That's smart. Um, yeah, and Prince then, is the fucking shit. I, I remember um, two years ago, I want to say, at Electric Forest, My Morning Jacket was there, and they covered Purple Rain. It was like it was like the year after he died. Um, so maybe three years ago, something like that. Yeah. Um, but it was just like just just to hear that song, even though it wasn't Prince performing it, just to hear that song performed live, you're like, damn, you really get the magnitude of that shit. Like, I wish I could have seen Prince live so bad, bro. That would have been so crazy. Um, he wasn't even that old, really. To think about it in the grand scheme of things, when he died, I think he was like 50, wasn't he? I'm pretty sure Prince was 50. When yeah, he died. Prince was. Yeah, he was in he was in his 50s. Dude, actually, I want to pull that up real quick since because we got the time on this episode. Let's see, Prince guitar solo. Oh, with the the George Harrison, Harrison introduction, yeah. introduction, yeah. Uh, yeah, he comes. There's like ten different awesome fucking people playing too, and he just comes out and starts ripping. He was. Let's see who else on. Tom Petty was on stage. Um, who was also the keyboard RIP. player? I forgot. Uh, Probably was, Jeffrey Lynn from ELO. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, and he was, Steve Winwood Prince was, was 57 there. when he died, by the way. 57? Man, yeah. that's crazy. He I could, told you he was in his 50s. I don't think he was exactly 50. He got to put out. Oh, you know who was 50? It was um, J- Michael Jackson was 50 when that he died. That sounds about right. Um, all right, let's see. So this is them Wait, jamming. Yeah. Right. I'm not going to play this whole video. I'm just going to fast forward like halfway through when Prince starts coming out. Oh, here he is. So this is um right after right after George Harrison passed away, they did a tribute concert for him. And he had all these all-star performers playing and they had like Jeffrey Lynn from ELO who was not playing it. He was playing guitar. I'm sorry. So it's probably Steve Winwood maybe playing keys. Um Jeffrey Lynn, Steve Winwood, Danny Harrison, which is uh George Harrison's son, Tom Petty. And then Prince comes out and just starts fucking ripping. So here's halfway through it. You'll hear it in a minute. You were inverted. No one alerted you. That you are. See the love that comes Prince. It, this sent me on a whole Prince kick today. Looking like a total badass. Like I got to work from the moment I woke up today till I got here, I've been listening to Prince. A little bit of running jewels. Hey, Prince. 
Danny Harrison just watching him in disbelief. <laughs> <laughs> A couple years ago. R.I.P. Tom Petty, R.I.P. Prince. God, that shit is fucking amazing, dude. That's beautiful. You know what's crazy is he just, Eric Clapton plays guitar on the original track, and Prince just washed him on that, <laughs> on that live version just of that shit. That was crazy, man. That's beautiful. Um, yeah, shout out those guys. But anyway, so that was that was a pretty good uh, something old session right there. It was. And then something new, I've got a few. We already talked a little bit about the currency... Um, Static Selecta, so I won't get into that too much. But the albums that I listened to that we'll see if you did the same was um, Mac DeMarco's got a new album out that I listened to. I didn't. Duckworth has a new album out that I listened to. Part of it. Tyler, the Creator's got an album out that I listened to. Two listens. And DJ Khaled. One listen. We'll go my least favorite to favorite, I guess, on there. Um, the Mac DeMarco album, you got to be a fan of Mac DeMarco's for it to make sense to you, but it's real slow. I mean, all of his music is, it's all real minimalist kind of music. Um, it's usually just him, his vocal with a very minimal drum beat and some kind of like flangy reverbed guitar. Um, I like him. I'm a fan, but Man, you really got to be in like a really chill mood for right. it, dude. There's <laughs> nothing upbeat about it at all. But um, I I'd still I still recommend giving it a listen. There's a couple tracks on there that I really liked, but um, yeah, that was the one that the least of my favorite out of there. Um, and then I'll go with DJ Khaled. I didn't hate it. I actually, oh, I love it. I, there, I mean, there's tracks. I didn't on hate there that, that album at all. Actually, I love that album. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not saying that I hated it. Father at all. of Assad is dope. Yeah, Father of Assad is I, dope. I, I, I like that album a lot. I kind of want to, for a second, also give DJ um, Khaled a little bit of credit because this is a thing that I hear um, a lot when his name gets brought up is, what the fuck does DJ Khaled do? All he does a is lot. fucking scream over the track and this and that. <laughs> well, DJ Khaled was a real DJ. I mean, he was he worked in radio for a long time, and he A&R, I mean, he, uh, being a producer is more than just making a beat for someone. I mean, it's like he does for the, he oversees this album, and I'm not comparing these two artists. So don't kill me, but he oversees an album like Quincy Jones does. He puts all the pieces together. He doesn't necessarily produce every track himself, but he's the one that brings them in, A and R's it, does all the advertising and all the shit. Like he's a really hard. Yeah, I mean, dude, you know, he should like uh, DJ Khaled's a big like social media like influencer too. Oh, so, for sure. And the know, fact he has he has his own following with that, like you know, to have that draw. And what, oh. I, what I think is super cool about his projects, too, is he gives us, obviously, what's popular. There's there's always new artists on there and the sound that's new and bubbling up. But then he always gives you, um, you got, like, Afrobeat tracks on there. You got stuff that's super hip-hop. Like, you have, like, a track with Nas and CeeLo on here. You got a track right. with Nipsey on here, like, um, which is a pretty cool R. song, R. by the way. I mean, you have... 
a track with Jeezy and Rick Ross, Lil Wayne and Big Sean, Jay-Z and Future. Like, there's so many fucking people on this album. It's crazy. Um, so that's the only thing that's, I guess, if you're listening for, like, a cohesive album that's not really a DJ Khaled album, you're, I mean, this has just got hit after hit, star after star. Um, my only complaint about it, honestly, is the track with SZA. Wasn't yeah, a big it was fan. A little, of, so, it was a little boring. And, and, and with not it, even boring. But, so, and um, this is something I kind of wanted to talk about a little bit too: is tracks that are flipped instead of just sampled, and that is legitimately outcast. Wait, what, what, wait, what song? What what beat was that? It's I, outcast. Was it? Uh, it was Jackson? Yeah, you're right. Okay, I only um, I only listened to it one time, like when I mean, it first came out. I knew I'll just it was, play the intro. I mean, it's, I knew it's, it's, it's not sample, like a sample. It's not a sample. It's the song. Yeah, this is. This is fucking out there. We the best music. <laughs> You're right. We What did he change? Another he one. Like the like the baby. DJ But um, yeah. Anyways, I love I love SZA. So no no discredit to SZA. She's great. I just prefer songs that have samples that are either less known or. Um, a smaller section of it. Remember, and this is more of a song, I think, more of a sample. This is a flip. This is where you're basically just taking the original beat of something and putting something new uh, lyrically or... I got two examples you know I mean? for you of this. Yeah. Uh, more recently... Uh, you have a school wake you with Crash. Uh, yeah, yeah. Devil Royce the 5'9". Yep, that, all uh, they did was slow it down, really. Yeah, and I love that song, actually. That, that song grew on me. That song definitely grew yeah. on me. Um, I didn't like it the first listen, but I think I think that's because well, for me, I'm also like a nerd about this music shit. So like a casual listener probably wouldn't fucking that wouldn't bother them. But like Outcast Miss Jackson is a it's, fucking iconic, perfect bro. song. And like you're never gonna like you can't take that beat and then do better with it. You're not gonna do no, it. I legit feel <laughs> like here's the thing. I only listened to I'm like when it very first came out. I forgot all of I knew about that track and I forgot exactly why I was like I don't want to like this. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, that's right. It was a fucking Miss Jackson. Too. Yeah. Not even a sample, but it was the exact same beat for the most part. And he got their blessing and everything. He got Outcast blessings to do it and everything. But I mean, just for me as a listener, it's just not my thing. Another I really, one. actually, my favorite track on there, bro, is the fucking Cardi B Twenty One Savage track. That, that track that is show. Cardi B dope. actually snaps on that. Cardi I, snaps I never, on that. Yeah. Record. And it yeah, sounds Cardi like a, it's a totally different like <laughs> cadence, a totally different flow than she like is. Been do- I'm a fan, man. <laughs> Cardi I, I B snapped on that track. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't like really. This is that type of podcast. We're playing music yeah. and talking about it. Listen, yeah. to, listen to Cardi on the. Intro I don't really track. listen to Cardi on the reg, but Cardi stands on that track, bro. Bitch, won't be a song if I leak shit. We strapped up like defense. 
Whatever you do, sis, keep it cute, sis. Leave that beef and shit on roof, Chris. I end up toothless. I've been a fish for my whole life. I bought burners, I ain't buy lights. How little old me getting money got everybody all tight. These bitches whack, bitches garb. They diss me, I disregard. Bet you if I had a dick, these bitches couldn't get it hard. Yes, I'm Yo, that's right. I like that. And 21 Savage sounds good on it too, man. I, I went from being like about car- Cardi. I was like, yeah, you know, like it's whatever. Like I support her. I'm not really into the music. She keeps she keeps impressing me, man. She keeps impressing me. So I I got to give it to her, bro. That track is dope. I like Holy Mountain. That first track is it's real um, like a, got like an Afro beat reggae vibe to it type of shit. Um the song with Jay Belvin and Meek Mill and all them is tight. Yeah, man. It's a good project. Um, definitely recommend checking it out when you get time. Um, let's see. What else did we have there to talk about? Duckworth. If you're not familiar with Duckworth, he reminds me of like uh, he's eccentric like Andre 3000. He makes like videos that are really visual and weird. And um, vis- by visual, I mean like kind of jarring. There's always some kind of crazy thing jarring. going on it. Um, he makes really interesting music. He's got Terrace Martin on his album, which is got my attention because I love Terrace Martin. Um, very interesting hip hop music. It's not necessarily, I don't know if I would even call it hip hop. Like there's tracks that are real weird. Some, some sugar straight, straight forth hip hop, but I don't know. He's kind of like Andre. Like I said, like he bounces around, crosses genres, uh, is not afraid to step outside of the box or be looked at as weird or anything like that. So I uh, recommend checking out Duckworth. And then I'll let you talk about this one because I know you've probably got some words about the Tyler Creator album. Igor? Igor. All right. So from start to finish, let me let me pull up the track list real quick just so I can get this. Dude, I don't know how I feel. <laughs> I'm a little imp- I really don't know how I feel about this album. I don't hate it. And I don't like it at the same time. And it's like I'm not I'm not even indifferent. There's tracks I love on this album. Mm-hmm. Like Boys was it Boys a Gun? I love that song. I love that. What's I love good, Puppet. What's good? Yeah. Um what was the other one on here? Uh Gone, Gone, Thank You. I like that song too. Like dude, there's so many great songs on this. And it's just like it's so different. It's just I, I really don't know. It's such a if you really think about Tyler Creator where he started. Mm-hmm. Like, think about Bastard, Tyler the Creator. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Got all I mean, the black bitches mad because my main bitch, Vanilla, Tyler the Creator. <laughs> yeah. Rape a pregnant bitch and tell my friends I had a threesome, Tyler the Creator. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, um, all right. So I'll tell you what I like and what I don't like about this album. I like that he's being very experimental with his music. I think his production is pretty dope. What I don't like is that I think he's doing too much with his vocals. Bro, he is. And that's the thing. I was going to say that. He's way too many like effects and way fucking things out there. Like how remember that video we saw you last week about that? I couldn't get that he, out of my head when dude, I was listening to this. He has way too many like <laughs> out of key synths in, <laughs> in his music. And now I can't I hear I hear nothing but out of key synths every time I listen to these I just, production. I, <laughs> yeah, I just wish cuz I think he has like a really 
unique and commanding voice like that. When you hear Tyler rap in his actual voice with no effects on it, he sounds cool, man. He's got a really cool voice. Okay, it's that okay. deep, raspy hey, shit. Okay, I wanted to hear okay, more okay, of his okay, actual okay, voice okay. over those kind of beats. Because I think the production is by far, like, over the last couple, like this and Flower Boy, by far the best shit that he's done. I like Flower Boy a little bit better. Well, yeah, like, no, no, production I def- yeah, yeah, I definitely yeah. like Flower Boy better. But um, Igor's dope, though, man. I'm I don't. I don't. I can I, see I really myself changing my opinion on this. I can see it's, myself it's, loving it. It's gonna it. have like, the 808s and heart brace effect. I already, I, already, I already know. I know it's gonna happen. Yep, it's gonna it have could. the 808s and heart brace effect. That's true. Like I said, I listened to it twice, mm. and it's like the first time I'm looking like, yo, what the fuck is this? I don't hate it, <laughs> but I don't know how I feel. The second time I was like, all right, some of these tracks are dope. I haven't listened to it a third time yet, but because I'm, I'm a huge Tyler fan, so it was like, all right, I'm gonna right. give it a shot. All right, man. Well, moving uh, there on. There's one album I listened to that I think you didn't know. Okay, what was that? Injury Reserve. Who's that? Uh, actually, I don't Is know. Injury Reserve the album or the the group? The group and the album. Oh, okay. Actually. Self-titled. Yeah. Uh, Band or? Uh, it's a rap group. Okay. They got a couple big collabs on there. Freddie Gibbs, oh, nice. uh, Amane, uh, a couple drums on drums there. on there. Yeah, yeah. That's tight, dude. That actually was really good. Like I Injury honestly Reserve. like I listened to. I listened to like half of the album. Uh-huh. I think I haven't finished it all yet. But Jailbreak I, the Tesla. That's kind of tight. It's actually dope. Oh, you got Amine on there too. Yeah, that's what I said. Amine. Oh, did, oh, did you say? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Rico, Rico Nasty. Nasty. Yeah, she's I on, a, uh, Yeah. She's on the Duckworth album too. Rico Nasty. Yeah. That's I, sweet. Yeah, I'll take that like, out for sure. Are highly recommended. Like it's really dope. Like it's a re- it's like a kind of like a they remind me a lot of pro era type sound. Looks like there's what is that three guys? It looks yeah. like in the album cover. Yep. Huh. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, Corona Live, you know, intro. But yeah, they have uh they have like kinda like that that like East Coast sound. I don't know where they're from, but that's kinda what they remind me of. Like kinda like a pro era type thing. But yeah, they're dope. Or I don't know if you remember two thousand eight, two thousand nine, uh you ever heard of a rap group oh, fuck, what was their name? Uh I know they changed their name to the King's Day. Oh, uh Damn, it's on the tip of my tongue. The Dean's List. Mm, I remember them. It's kind of like that, like, kind of like almost, not necessarily poppy hip-hop necessarily, but it's like more of like that, like, it's kind of like that college, like 2009 sound that yeah. was going around that time. Interesting. But it kind of reminds me of that. It's like a kickback. It's that, like, kind of like Cool Kids type deal. Okay. Yeah, it's really dope. I love the Cool Kids. Yeah. Speaking of which, I'm not going to play it or anything, but uh, Chuck English and Asher Roth just dropped a new track together called Can't oh, Jump. Oh, shit. So. Recommend checking that shit out. Um, but anyways, from before, Arizona, by the way, before we move into this Game of Thrones talk, I want to introduce a very small new segment to this podcast. Oh shit! I don't even know what this is yet. Called this day in music, and basically the gist of this is just I want to read off some little piece of history that something that happened in history, um, in music, on the day that we record the podcast of different years. So on this day, May twenty second. Of 1971, the Rolling Ooh. Stones released Sticky Fingers, and it went... Well, actually, no, I'm sorry, they didn't release it, but it went to number one on the charts. Shout out um, to you, Mick Jagger. says, the Rolling Stones' first album of the 1970s is also the first release on their new label, Rolling Stones Records. The album is targeted squarely at the U.S. market, where it outsells every previous Stones album, eventually selling over 3 million copies. Wow, that's fucking crazy. Um... After the sacking of founding member Brian Jones, a second guitarist, Mick Taylor, wow, that's crazy, that's when Mick Taylor was added, uh, is added to the lineup. Taylor breathes new life into the band, bringing a more contemporary American sound to their songs like Brown Sugar and Wild Horses. Um, 
Yeah, so that that dropped in 1970 on this date. That went to number one, and um, it's funny because that album cover is called Sticky Fingers, and the album cover is that. And it has an actual that's an actual working zipper where the fly is on the crotch right there, which is kind of funny to me. But um, yeah, this is a new little segment I wanted to introduce. Something that's not going to take up too much time that we can read off that just kind of helps you learn about because we're not going to uh, run the history of music. We're not going to run twenty one questions a day because it's just me and Neil. Yep, and it's way too complicated to do that. And we're already we getting into week, about an so hour, yeah. and we got to talk about this Thrones talk. But hold on, dun, 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 dun. Be- before we get into it, I'm going to give you guys some time to. Uh, let me see if I can find this real quick, because it's hilarious. Uh, tenacious D. Um, so Tenacious D did like a little <laughs> Game of Thrones. Uh, not Tenacious D. I think it was just Jack Black. Oh, was it just Jack Black? I think it was just Jack Black. Okay, I saw the video uh, you're talking about. Jack Black, <laughs> Game of Thrones. Yeah, it was just, <laughs> yeah, it was right, just so, Jack Black. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it is just Jack Black. So. Here's here's your spoiler warning right now. You have a minute and thirty nine. I'm playing you a little Jack Black. To, spoiler to, alert! To spoiler intro, alert! To intro this off, um, before we get into this talk. Game of Thrones, Throne, that was the actual theme, dude. <laughs> I love this man so much. Words can express how much I love Jack Black. <laughs> I wish you could see the video for this too because it's pretty hysterical. Anyway, that's enough of that. All right. I love how he's over his own star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah, that is pretty great. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyways, first question Season eight, right? Mm -hmm. Eight. Overall disappointment, or did you like it? Oh, I hated season eight. Hated it? Fucking passion. Hated it. I hated it. Like, I really did. Like, okay, here's the thing. I want to say I hated it with a passion. I hated the writing with a passion. However, the actions and, like, the story and, like, something like that, I love the story. It's just there are so many things that needed a lot more explaining. Mm -hmm. Like, when oh, we're done with spoilers, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. When the nurse became when the nurse became the Mad Queen, that could have been a whole fucking season right there, bro. They definitely rushed the <laughs> shit <laughs> out of this season, bro. Whole season just on that. I agree. I agree. Um, uh, Brand never wanted to be king, and Brand is fucking king. He flat he out even... said, "I was like, I, I'm the three eyed raven. I can't be king of anything. I can't. I can't be king of the, of the north. I can't be king of anything." He didn't and even call himself Brand Stark anymore. Happily accepted that shit yes, when he became king. He goes like, "That's the only. Re- that's why I'm here for so long." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" All right. Well, I thought 
let's let's start from the beginning here. I thought one and two were a snooze fest. Episode one and two, um, they were like the fucking the build up to the 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 great war with the ice king or with the ice the White Walkers. I'm sorry, um, and the Night King. Which that episode three was fucking phenomenal. I loved episode three. I loved that Arya fucking stabbed up the fucking dude. I thought that was amazing. I thought that was gonna lead to something. Fuck you, Night King. Yeah, I thought it was and like it didn't. I, I thought it was like okay, Jon Snow. You know, maybe like so he was Targaryen because they had the whole flame thing behind it. Mm-hmm. But no, it, it meant nothing. The whole thing with Arya, remember the fucking white horse? That was supposed to mean something. It That's didn't. what I'm saying. Uh, there was a bunch of shit that was supposed to mean well, something. I thought she uh, was supposed to, like, the, the red woman talked to her about um, killing a, a king with brown eyes, with blue eyes, and with green eyes. And she got the brown eyes, got the blue eyes. I thought the green eyes, we all thought it was going to be Cersei. But then when it wasn't Cersei, it was supposed to be fucking... The dragon bitch. You know one thing I really wanted to happen, too, when John was, like, after he killed... John killed Danny. Sorry, you know we're in story alert still, yeah. but whatever. Uh, John, after John killed Danny, I really wanted him to do trial by combat with Grey Worm. Dude, that's the other part that pissed me off. Grey Worm should have fought John. All right, so someone had wrote on Twitter something that made sense to me. So they should have had. First of all, they should have had um, Jamie. Should uh, she should have used the. The, what she practiced to be the whole time, which in the House of the Undying is the many-faced god. Like right. we thought, that was she didn't even use it this season, and she became like this timid girl out of nowhere, where like she's been like her like, whole oh, character shit, development. Bro, has I'm been actually leading, about to die. Leading <laughs> up to this like crazy thing, I know like she talked to the Hound, whatever, but takes one one sentence from the Hound to completely fucking rearrange. Well, the way that, that she you know, a couple couple blasts from like explosions and shit, yeah. probably too. And Aaron Rodgers was in that episode, by I the know, way. I know, I know. <laughs> That's crazy. He got um, discount double checked. <laughs> yeah, he did. Um, but so yeah, so I thought that was lame. Um I thought it was lame that after John killed Danny and the dragon burned down the Iron Throne, which there was some cool symbolism in behind that, though. I think right. people were saying that they think that that was um, the dragon's way of telling John that he recognized that he wasn't responsible for her death. It was the Iron Throne responsible for her I death. I thought it was because Bran had his own crazy. chair. <laughs> 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 that was Bran. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think it was, that was his way of uh, their way of saying that. So he burned down that shit and then flew off, didn't kill John. I think that was his way of agreeing or whatever. But um. But then right after that, you it just cuts right to the fucking all of them talking about who's the next king gonna be, and they don't even show oh, how John oh, gets oh, arrested. Speaking of that, bro, I for, damn, I forgot to do like I, I first of all I thought they forgot all about House Tully. I was gonna like say yeah. about that, I'm like okay, cool, they got House Tully back in there, and they got fucking Robin, whatever the fuck his last name, the, the titty sucker kid. Oh yeah, oh, I forgot that was him. Yeah, grew yeah, up, he grew dude. up. Yeah, good for him. He looks good. Old yeah, titty good sucker. Yeah. <laughs> breast milk does for- you good. <laughs> breast, good breast milk does you good. <laughs> oh, I forgot man. his name. He was like seven. Damn, I forgot his name. But anyway, so in the book, I forgot the goose name. I got. I'll look it up in a second. But the one of the guys in that circle, and he was actually a bigger part in the way bigger part in the book than he was on the, ever on the show. He was part Targaryen, part. Lannister mm-hmm. actually and it was like a whole thing with him where he was about to fight with the throne because he you know he technically him and John were like one and two because they were both male yeah so that was one thing right there and and like the whole I don't think the throne ever even got burned down in like the books yeah no was, probably I not. think that was probably for TV or some shit but 
Man, that part, let I me hated talk, that scene, bro. Let me talk about the biggest waste of character development in the fucking show. Jamie? Jamie fucking Lannister agreed, is the biggest waste of character development I've ever seen in television. I agree. Like, so let me get this straight, fam. You start out building this character. Season one, he pushes Bran out a fucking window. And Bran becomes crippled, whatever. And then over progression, over time, you know, he, you know, befriends Brianna Tarth. You know, they become cool and start kicking it. Then you get a fucking hand. Then they get become captured. He gets his fucking hand cut off. Then he becomes, you know, he learns fucking morals and, you know, being a good person and mm-hmm. shit. Like, man, maybe it's more in life than fucking my sister. I don't fucking know. Well, but also- still, it's like, dude. So then let's fast forward to about. You know, like, let's fast forward to this season. Like, you know, he, he's kind of getting to this point where he's turning his life around. He's starting to see more than that. Like, you know, he becomes friends with Braun and all. Not friends, but you know what I mm-hmm. mean. Like, he becomes associates with all his people. Love he him making stupid brother. shit, though, I guess. He looks out, you know, he kind of fucking Dennis Systems, Brianna Tarth, which is fucking <laughs> hilarious. I saw that shit. That was kind of um, well, no, there was a clip. I, I'm not going to pull it up right now because I don't feel like it. But uh, <laughs> there was a clip. From the season, you know, where he's, like, where they, like, uh, him and Brienne or whatever in that, like, bathtub or whatever. They're finally getting, like, a bath after they got caught or whatever. He's literally even equating back to the reason he killed the Mad King was to save thousands of innocent people because he was about to burn the city down. And that was, even though he was the hand of the king and technically betrayed him, the reason he did that was for moral reasons, to save a bunch of innocent women and children. Right. So for him to go back at the very end to Cersei was kind of a kick in the nuts. I mean, I get it because... Kind of a kick in the nuts? I mean, it was a total kick in the nuts. Yeah. Cersei, Cersei should have got a better death. Kick nuts Cer- Cersei no should have like got fucking murked, bro. I didn't like the fucking building oh falling my God. shit. That no, shit no, no. Crazy. It was a win for the fucking Lannister. It was yeah. a win for Cersei because yeah. she died in her lover's arms, bro. Yeah. Yeah. He, She died literally with the one person in Westeros she wanted to be with the most. Mm-hmm. What kind of fucking justice every, is that shit? Every single one of their kids got killed, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, every yeah. single one of them. The daughter, both sons, and then the unborn kid. <laughs> well, not got killed. Fucking Tomlin killed himself. But well, yeah, yeah but, I mean, killed was, Yeah, but that was. I mean, what do you want him to do that? There, his mom just blew up his wife and the entire village. He blew, he blew up his wife, the entire her whole family, and entire village. That shit was crazy. <laughs> Except for Lady Tyrell, but you know she got eighty six by Jamie. But that's a different story. But that's why I just found this so. Whoa, what was that video? Oh man, sorry. I don't even know. Um, I, I didn't even watch it. It just popped up so, on the feed there. I think the thing that was most disappointing about that show, um, in this final season, is everything up into this season was amazing. Like it was one of the best written and acted, performed shows, ever. And then I feel like they were just they, so um. The two dude, what are the two head producer guys that wrote it? Like the DB, DB Weiss, Weiss and, and someone else. I forgot the other dude. But name. those but two D&D. guys are doing. Those guys are doing the next Star Wars. Movie. Yeah, uh, that's why I was so just I gonna talk about that. This Star Wars tra- contracts, Star Wars. bro. Star Wars contracts. Yeah, they just want to get this shit done. Yeah. And look at all the sloppy editing mistakes. Like, I'm not trying to be a big stickler, the but like you got a fucking Starbucks, Starbucks cup in there. You got Jamie's hand in there. There was two water bottles in the final did see, season. Did you see the gray? Did you see the gray worm boner? Greyworm had a boner? Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, dude, that, there was a lot of things that should have happened, man. Like, Greyworm definitely should have fought John. Like, I thought that should have definitely okay, here, happened. Okay, here's my theory with that. They didn't want social media backlash. 
fuck that shit, dude. Here's why social media, because John would kill the only other black character on the show. They didn't want to social- kill John they then. I, I would love I'd that. I'd be fine with that. I that would love that. That would be fine. Here's the thing. John, I feel like they wanted John to have, like, John had the happiest in and out of everybody, to be honest with you, I feel like. Because he got, he went back to, like, the free folk. Yeah. He didn't go to the fucking wall. Like, by the way, going to the fucking night, well, what's the point of the Night's Watch anymore anyway? I have Like, no what, idea. what threat is there to Westeros now? Yeah. Like, Fucking the Lannisters are gone. The fucking uh, Dorn people, like they're all the Sand Snakes and shit are gone. They yeah. weren't really a threat in the first place, though. Uh, the White Walkers are fucking done. Like, what possible threat is there to the Wall right now to have the Night's Watch still a thing? That was the other <laughs> thing that was really bothersome to me because, like, coming from a show that had scenes like the Red Wedding, wedding where it was so fucking shocking. Like, you're like, oh, my God. When that happened, that was the most shocked I think I've ever been watching a TV series. When that sh- fucking scene happened in the Red Wedding and yeah. that whole family gets murked up, that shit was amazing. That made me love the show so much more because they were willing to Go that end far. the lives of your favorite fucking characters just out of they nowhere. They have a hand like that. And this whole season was predictable. Nothing yeah. out of the norm weapon. Everything that yeah. you thought was going to happen, happened. I literally, there's a dude on Reddit that literally called 90% of the season. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. I mean, it was it was very predictable, very easy to go down. The thing I will credit this episode... Well, that was kind of crazy. Whoa, who the fuck <laughs> turned the lights? The thing, the thing that I will credit this episode about is... Um, it was shot very well. The fight scenes were fucking phenomenal. You know, so shot except to the for that crew. deadly lit shit that was in the... You know, in the the fire, the one where the night or the army of the dead came through, and you could barely see the episode. Oh, that was crazy. Yeah, but no, but like the oh, 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 that leads me to another <laughs> thing, bro. Where the fuck did all the Dothraki come from at the end of that at, at the last episode? Yeah, the thing I <laughs> We're losing our. We're losing the light. Here. I think that might be the. No, I think, the <laughs> I think it's. I think Nick's probably Nick leaning on the fucking. Uh oh, he's <laughs> probably leaning on the. Uh, all right, so all the video guys. Sorry, all the audio guys, you still good. But just imagine this visual right now of we had like perfect lighting to meh lighting. Are we about to get ner- to murked by no the Night's lighting. Watch, bro? <laughs> they heard us talking shit about fucking Game of Thrones. Oh, about to come get it. Hey, now I'm, I'm nervous. <laughs> no, I guarantee no, Nick, Nick probably leaned up against the thing in his phone. Bro, I don't know. I'm not watching for the Night's Watch and shit. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, man, it was just this season was just too predictable, dude. They should have had some shit. But you know something I did notice at the end? All three of the last shots, in my opinion, I think were leading up to different spinoffs for this show. Okay. So I think Ari, Ari, uh, Arya Goes West is going to be one of them. At, no, they, they, already, they already they're already that out. He's already writing a book about it. No, no, no. He already They already uh, denied an Arya spinoff show. They say that now, bro. Wait till the fucking they're they're like, oh, it's gonna make us millions and millions and millions of more dollars. Okay, so that's gonna Arya's be one. Go, you mean what east? Because the world is in a fucking globe. No, so she, she said she says she's going west of Westeros. She wants to see that, west east, of bro. Wester. It's a, the world's a fucking globe. So it all the way comes back around. No, but she's she's traveling west. What are you talking but about? But the world is a globe, so it automatically comes back around. So if you're at point fucking A and try to go to point B, and you try to go all the way around to point B, you end up back back point A. You end up point, you hit point B. Traveling the west, the world. though. She's not traveling east. No, she's traveling west. There's a west. very distinct difference between traveling east and west. Because the world is a globe. No, It's not one-sided. Bro, she's traveling it's west. Not she goes, I want to travel west of Westeros. I want to yes. find out west so of let's, Westeros. Let's do this on this glass, bro, right? Yes. So this, how's it around? <laughs> so this point right here, this is fucking Westeros, right? And then let's say that's east. 
That's not east. That's west, bro. Right, Are you fucking? Around, sorry. <laughs> east. All the way around. She's not going west that west way. Rose, west of Westeros. West of Westeros. Oh, shit. You're what? back in the fucking. She's, yeah. she's not traveling east. She's traveling west. She's say she's here in King's Landing. Westeros is here. You go back she's traveling in a circle. west, but she's not she, traveling east. She's traveling west. You're oh still in back around the globe, it's bro. Right it's round. <laughs> it's three hundred and sixty flipping degrees. I'm not gonna argue with you because <laughs> you're being stupid right now. All right, but anyways, she. I think her going west of Westeros is gonna be an episode or a series. I think Sansa running. Uh, San- what's it called? Goes west. Uh, what's what the hell? Where are they? Where where are they at? Winterfell. Sansa, Winterfell. I think Sansa went, uh, running Winterfell could be another one. John John's storyline could be another one, and then you already got the proposed one when it's going to take place like hundreds of years. I don't think John's going to have a. I don't think. I don't he think might Ken, not. I don't bro, think Harry wants to do that shit. For fucking all them actors when they're getting no nah, more. Arya's gonna, no Arya's gonna have some shit. Sansa, she might. Uh, Sansa might slow up just because they're reviving the fucking oh, X Men no, series. Sansa's gravy. Yeah, she's gravy. She's got the Phoenix coming out, bro. No, <laughs> she has that one movie. They're revamping all that shit though, because Disney. You know, Disney bought all the X Men shit. Yeah, but they're making a Phoenix movie. Yeah, I know. I'm aware Phoenix. of that, but that is the last one she's going to be in. <laughs> That's Who what knows? I'm saying. That's what they always say. Wait, say for the rest of them, shit. John, he's going to get typecast the rest of his life. Good luck getting any other roles, bro. Sorry, but you're going to be a sword. Man, Kit is not getting typecast. Yes, bro. he is. No. He's going to be a sword wielding. Nah, Kit fucking... Harris is not getting typecasted. Okay, you you Robert Pattinson is fucking Batman, and he was typecast as a vampire. For bro, a minute. when <laughs> when that romantic comedy comes out with Kit Harrington, you let me know because <laughs> I don't I don't see it happening. Nah. Um, nor would I watch that. <laughs> nah, bro, I don't think Kit Harrington typecast. Just wait actually. till their paycheck starts slowing up a little bit. They'll be they'll, you'll see some Game of Thrones shit popping up. But um, that's all I got in it, man. I can't even fucking talk about it anymore. What are we at? What what time are we? No, at? we're Five over an hour. We're like an hour ten. So yeah. Yeah, man. And the, and the fucking lights are running out down here. I don't know what the hell just happened. But, <laughs> um, it's kind of fun just having an episode in the dark. Just, just in the, the dark. two of us. Um, there was a one thing that I wanted to say. Um, before we get to this last Uh-oh, song, we got a this rant coming. Not, no, no, I'm not gonna rant. I'm not gonna rant. I just think it's insane that we have a bunch of old white men making laws about women's bodies. That is so fucking foul. It's so fucking evil. It makes no sense to me. And it's none of your fucking business, bro. I just want to say pro-choice does not necessarily mean pro-abortion. Like I, it doesn't. It have, means you have the like women have the option to control what happens to their bodies. Exactly. That's exactly. They, what women it should one hundred percent be able to make their own judgment calls on this. And I read something that really kind of hit me. Um, it was someone had wrote it. I think on Twitter where it said, um, even if a girl had sex with a hundred guys in one year, right, she could only take one pregnancy to term and deliver one baby if you reverse the roles if got a guy has sex with 100 women in one year he could deliver 100 babies so it should it should be more stuff focused around the birth control of us i know there's shit going on that way and there should not be a bunch of men regulating how women treat their bodies and, I ain't no and especially to me fam I forget. I forget if it was in. Uh, I want to get a vasectomy right now. Are you kidding me? No. Nah, um, nah, I, I, <laughs> I don't have any kids yet, but I'm I still trying to imagine like another one of me wandering around. <laughs> but anyways, so yeah, but there shouldn't be. I mean, it, it's just it's absolutely ridiculous. And there's certain clause in there too, um, where 
rape and murder. I mean, rape doesn't even. Um, yeah, that's fucked discredit. up. That, Absolutely. That's so like, fucked. why would you want to rape, baby? And like, I remember somebody like a while ago. I remember I had this debate. He goes, "Oh, that kid should still have a chance." Why or the incest. fuck would you ever want? The, be reminded of that like you want to go through nine months of pain even more like the one night you know like somebody fucking you know took advantage of yeah. you or some shit nah fuck that and, and, you and, shouldn't and, have to be reminded of that and it's over that. six weeks is what they're saying and six weeks from what I've understand because I've been reading a little bit about it is two weeks late on your period so that's just foul man it's just fucked up um, especially when we have so many things threatening the world that we live in Wait, that you are said, more important than regulating a woman's body like climate change that's fucking killing us um oh yeah we're, yeah we're spending all this energy on this it, it's, <laughs> it's just so stupid like there's idiot. so much other shit to do there's so many other fish to fry let women do what they want to do with their fucking yeah, bodies like, could you imagine if someone like if say there was a woman in power and they tried to regulate how we could have kids or whatever it would be fucking outcry like crazy there'd be planned parenthoods everywhere if it was the roles were reversed so i think that's trash and um before i end that rant i also want to on this topic I told you it was a rant no it's not really a rant um <laughs> on this rant. on this topic i want to shout out my boys dugatron because dugatron DVT, kyle frey Kyle Frey, Stevie Treat, uh, Stevie Treat, Stevie, <laughs> Stevie T, um, Stevie T and Kyle, my boys, Dugatron, just put out a three. I think is it three songs or four songs? Let me let me double check that real quick. Um, Apologize if I keep sniffling. I'm getting over a cold, by the way. So let's see. Yeah, so they put out a three song EP, and um, Stevie said that if you purchase his album on Bandcamp, all, well, all the proceeds to this album already are going to Planned Parenthood. And if you purchase his album on Bandcamp, whatever it uh, accumulates, he'll match up to $300. So Stevie's putting money towards it. Um, it's going to a good cause. It's trying to help these women out that are um, faced with these fucking terrible, scary situations that are going on to them. I like that. And um, Oh, you know, uh, do you hear about Travis Scott speaking of which on that? All uh, his uh, merchandise, I guess, off his whatever fucking show or tour he was doing right now all the merch shows are going towards Planned Parenthood that's awesome dude yeah. shout out to Travis Scott for that that's great yeah um and yeah so that leads me to the final song that we're gonna play here tonight um which is off of Stevie Wonder's Music of My Mind which I had on the intro um because this ties into what we were just talking about there's so much fucking evil in this world and Stevie wrote a song about it way back in the day and I love it. It's a beautiful song. Um, great, le great message. Um, thanks for kicking it with us tonight, and we will be back next Monday. Back to the regular schedule. Not what on a we Wednesday. We'll be back on a Monday. Monday. We got, we got boy, my boy right? Claude Robinson yeah. on next Monday. Come on, spit some bars. He might even do a freestyle on the show. So, yeah, it'll be pretty sweet. Dope. But here's "Evil" by Stevie Wonder. Thanks for listening, guys. Well, or thanks for listening to another episode. Bye bye. Peace.
Why have you engulfed so many hearts? Evil, evil. Why have you destroyed so many minds? Leaving room for dark. Our purest thoughts with hatred, even why have you stolen so much love? Leaving everyone's emotions lost and why. Yeah!